God. Did I play anything else? <laughs> oh. He said, they, did I pop a Did, did, I, did I, I pop, pop that coochie? <laughs> 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 Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And it is a late, 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 late night recording for Third Party Controller. Um, it is very... It's a rainy, rainy day here in Ventura County. Very rainy. Um, I actually ended up getting a flat tire right now. Uh, I was driving. There was a giant pothole. Didn't see it in the dark. Hit it. My tire popped. Um, drove 10 miles. Drove 20 miles. <laughs> and sleet and snow and shit. Yeah, and uh, hit up the guys, and uh, Joe was nice enough to call AAA and get my tire fixed. I got so some brand you. new joggers on, and I am not going to get these things dirty. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that kind of sucked. That took up uh, a lot of time. What, I, like, I think I got here like around 10.45. Yeah, you got here early. Yeah. Like, oh, and it, here early. And it's 12.28 right now <laughs> while we record. So we had to wait for AAA, get everything changed, and... Uh, but I want to thank you guys for staying out there with me. And I have to be up at 6 a.m. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do this. Yeah, let's go. Beto? What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, going to the store, that's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. Should I just say nothing? Say what you need to say. <laughs> no? No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, I started playing a game called... Uh, it's, on, it's a mobile game. I never played mobile games, but I found out that uh, Sean Baby, writer for uh, OneUp.com, uh, Cragged, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly, actually created the game. It's, it's, it's a strange game. It's a card game. Think of it like uh, magic with like that kind of. I don't even know. It's like the fighting. Like, what, how was it called? Like turn based. Yeah, turn based. Well, um, card battling. Yeah, card. Yeah. System. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 a good way of putting it. Um, so there's like there's two bases. So it's your your base and the enemy base, and they both have three rails, and then you each rail you got to put soldiers in them or whatever. So they can fight and attack the base. And um, each one of your cards has a number on it. And it's different numbers. It could be like 63, 42, 39, whatever, 2. And you're given, like I believe, like eight, 8 cards, 9 cards. And then on the right-hand side of the screen, there's like 9 numbers, random numbers. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's like a calculator. So it's like... You have to do math in order to get your cards. So, say you got a, a card that's a 14, that has a 14 next to it that you can use. The, your, your card has, um, say, like two attack points and one defense point that you can put up on the on the rails. And 
you gotta put you have two sevens so obviously you put hit seven plus seven and you can use that card to put up on the rail so they could attack their base and they do the same thing yeah. and they fight each other and then once uh you keep pushing forward until you get there to their base mm-hmm. and once they don't have any more soldiers to to defend that base it starts taking their their health away oh, so okay. it's, it's it's it de- depending on what level you're at the the hp is different so you the first one starts at 10 mm-hmm. and then it just keeps going the further you progress um it's 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 pretty hard playing it because just trying to figure out because what, what you can do is if you use all of those numbers you get another set of, of numbers so you could use a if oh, fuck dude, this is hard to explain this uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so you, you have your cards if you don't use them all in the first round the first run you can get rid of all of those numbers by adding and subtracting and multiplying them and then getting rid of all of those so you could use your cards yeah and then if you use all those numbers you get another set of numbers to try to use the rest of your cards. Mm-hmm. And you get bonus points for that. So just trying to figure out um, getting rid of all those numbers is like really, it's you have to like think like a lot, try mm-hmm. to like figure it out. Um, I, I played like one match for like 45 minutes just trying to play, trying mm-hmm. to get, trying to get, trying to beat the the enemy. And it's it gets hard. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't baby you. Like it's fucking. Like a lot of other games, it, it takes a while for for you to to win. It's it's easy to get into, but it's hard to like beat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not great at math. I'm like, I'm, I mean, I understand I understand how to play it, but just trying to figure out like it makes you think. Trying to yeah, try yeah. to to try to use all those numbers up. Does it have um a lot of the the Sean baby humor? Yeah, there's some of the, it's, it's pretty funny. Like there's ro- there's a robot that you play, and then like, sometimes you'll take too long like trying to. <laughs> Trying to get rid of the numbers, like, oh, hey, you're kind of taking a little long on you. <laughs> like, what's taking you so long? A lot of stuff. And there's one dog, uh, one, one of them called Star Dog, and mm-hmm. all of his, all of his comments are just Star Dog, Star Dog. <laughs> <And it's> just <laughs> fucking, that's all it says. <laughs> but yeah, there's some like, like I guess he drew a lot of the, oh, a lot a lot of the characters? characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he cre- I mean, he, he had a lot. Pretty much the creator of the game mm-hmm. he just had people help him out, but. It's an interesting game. It's fun. Like uh, I, the other day, I went to sleep like at four in the morning because I was playing it for like three hours, mm-hmm. and I had to work at I had to wake up at six in the morning to go to work. I was like, "Fucking shit!" Oh my god! I, I just kept playing it. I didn't realize what time it was. All this time passed by. I was yeah, like, yeah. Fucking bitch. So I've been playing that stupid fucking game. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's, just, it's fun, but he's working on a sequel right now. Yeah, right? for yeah. Yeah. So kind of scared, but. but <laughs> Yeah, there's microtransactions in the game, but you don't, I don't really think you need it. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's hard, but you can get you can get by it mm-hmm. without them. So yeah, if, um, like it's, it's I wouldn't have played it if it wasn't for like have, for that name like Sean Baby. Sean Baby, yeah. But I think if uh, like if somebody would have told me like to try it out and I would, I think I would probably tried it and then probably end up liking it, but mm-hmm. because of Sean Baby, I just like went straight like oh, I'm gonna try this out. Yeah, yeah. Man, other than that, like I haven't played shit. Hey Joe, so full. Hi guys. Hey Joe. Um, this is two weeks in a row that I got nothing for you. Yeah. Well, nah, you had a busy week, no? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a fairly busy week. Uh, I didn't. I mean, black belts now have so much more <laughs> shit they have to do. So much more responsibility. <laughs> they have so much more responsibility. They're like, it's like the Spider Man. It's like, I was gonna say great that. power. I great responsibility. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, oh man. 
Um, no, I, I, I have I've not played anything. I actually, you know, I, I actually started, like, I played 10 minutes of um, uh, Last Guardian. I started that mm-hmm. up to see mm-hmm. it. Um, very nice looking. Yeah, it's very pretty. Um, didn't get far enough to really even give you an impression, but I mean, I, mm-hmm. I did start that. And then, um, trying to think if I did, if I played anything else. That's, I, I honestly think that was it. That was like the only thing I ended up playing. Um, I'm kind of already like just, I'm in, I'm in switch mode. I'm ready for it to come. Yeah. I want it to come here already. I want it to. Two weeks? I know. It's yeah. almost here. Um, but yeah, that was it. Uh, like I said, Last Guardian, that was just pretty much all I, I really got a chance to play. And then, um, anything else game related? I'd say no. Sorry, man. This is a short week for me. No worries, man. Jesse, what's up? I finished Gravity Rush on PS4. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. I could do I think that game, I, I at least put like 14 to 15 hours on it. Um, the farther I got, the more I enjoyed it. Like I said last week, I really enjoyed the story, the characters, the environments. And then, like, it ends in a way where there's a cliffhanger. But then I got excited because I had number two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. Now I could find out what happened. You know, it's not like those. It's not like a Halo 2 cliffhanger where you're like, really? What the fuck? You know? Um, but it was cool. I mean, like, gameplay, graphics. I re- I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And I was really surprised, like I said. It was a, a PS Vita game, you know, and I, I didn't think of it to be that expansive or, or, or that full, fully fleshed mm-hmm. out. Um, <clears throat> so, like, right when I was done with it, I mean, I played it so much, it burned in the health bar on my TV. Oh, really? Yeah, Shit. but I could take that off, so it's yeah. easy. But, um, <laughs> no, that, that was cool. Um, then I, I popped in the next day because I was like, okay, I was done with it. I was like, I'll play the second one the next day. Holy shit. I thought it looked good on the first one on PS4. Two looks beautiful. Um, I haven't really gotten to play that much. I've probably played maybe an hour. Um, I just kind of had a busy week as well. But yeah, everything from like, you know, like the controls feel a little bit tighter. Um, Everything felt the same button wise, except for they changed the map. So that was like a little getting used to. But yeah, the physics, everything they've done, it's just it's such a nice looking game and it you know, it, it doesn't start off right where it ends. It kind of brings you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty neat. I highly recommend it. Playing the first one if you can, you know, like downloading it on the PlayStation Network. I really enjoyed Gra- uh, Gravity Rush. It was really good. Um I did a second round on uh, Resident Evil 2 on VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bethel was there yesterday. Yeah. We did that yesterday. Um, it was fun. I'm really, I really enjoyed, am enjoying Resident Evil NVR. Uh, same thing. I took motion sickness pills and went at it. Um, without spoiling it, um, I kind of got to where close to where Bethel is, so we kind of stopped. But by that time, I was already playing the exact same amount of time, like three hours and 29 minutes. Yeah. But there's a certain fight that happens that... I was telling Bethel that I had so much fun playing it in VR. Like, it was not easier as in, like, oh, it was easier to take it out. Because, you know, when when you play a game and you find out weaknesses of bosses, Mm -hmm. it always gets easier. Mm -hmm. But I just felt like I had more control being able to look around, being able to do certain things. I don't want to give too much information to kind of ruin what, what kind of thing it is. But I wasn't making 
as many mistakes and i don't know if that's because i already knew what to do or controls are better the, it, it are just feels better because you can intuitive. move yeah, yeah. so um <clears throat> yeah no that was um that was fun doing it again second time playstation vr resident evil two thumbs up cool basically the same shit I did last week. I'm trying to remember if I did anything else. Yeah, it sounds like we're Yeah, I just, I just did the same thing. <laughs> um, I did try out... There was one more thing I played. I popped in Final Fantasy XV again. And I will say, as much as like I was disappointed with that game, not playing it for a while, popping it back in, that game looks really nice. Like I forget how nice that game looks. They did a really good job. I ended up playing the Chocobo Moogle Carnival thing they had. They're having right now. It ends on the 19th. And it's pretty much being in one location and they're having a festival. Mm -hmm. Um, You get there and you can do things as in Chocobo races. Uh, If you collect a certain amount of, I guess, some sort of coins, you can get a free room in the hotel and have front row seats looking at fireworks. I played about 20 minutes and got super bored. It was It's a free event. Um, it's a free event. You get a Chocobo t-shirt, and you get to play these little mini games. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun, but it doesn't compare to the carnival, the carnival area in Final Fantasy VII. Even though it's an older game, and this is probably much improved in, in, in aspects and, and scenarios. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was just like, okay, oh, a kid. Oh, I lost my balloons. I warp and grab it for the girl. Okay. Hey, you can if you do fishing, you can catch this stuff and then get some more coins. Okay, I just you know talk to people. Oh, hey, if you see giant Moogle stat or plushies, take pictures of them. If you get all eight, you get more coins. And it was just okay. I could do these little side things to get currency to get their thing to watch fireworks i guess is the main goal to get a, that free room but to where i had more fun in this game doing the side missions in the actual story mode these little side things in the carnival wasn't that fun it was nice what they did it felt like a carnival it felt like oh this is pretty cool they they did some stuff in it i just wasn't motivated to play it i was just kind of like eh, okay i tried it I'm done. It was a free event. You just had to download the little holiday pack, free holiday pack thing, get a card, and you're good to go. Um, it was all right. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Welcome back, and it's time for news. 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 Microsoft conference date and time announced. Microsoft has announced the date and time of its E3 2017 press conference, revealing the company has shifted to a new day for its briefing. 
The Xbox E3 press briefing will take place on Sunday, June 11th at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern at the Gallen Center in Los Angeles, California. Microsoft announced the time via the Xbox Twitter account, simply saying, brace for big news. The Sunday afternoon window breaks from the company's traditional E3 briefing time slot, as Microsoft has normally held its conferences the Monday morning of E3 over the last several years. The teaser uses the same image previously used to tout the company's upcoming console upgrade, Project Scorpio. So, to me, I see Microsoft having it on a Sunday at 2. You know, I think it benefits them. No one has to wake up early. They get ahead of the game and they want their news to be first and to hit, you know, because if you come out of the gate like, boom, this is what we have. Just like when Bethesda had their, they usually for the past two years, if I'm correct, they've had their press conference the Sundays too. And remember when they announced Fallout 4 and that was still the talk that whole week. The other announcements too, but that was a big one too because everyone was like, what? Fallout 4 and it's this holiday a couple of months away? So that hit. That hit really hard. So I think Microsoft wanting to do it Sunday is also something that's going to hit really hard. What do you Especially think? Especially if they have, um, I mean, if they have big things to show. Today, I think Phil Spencer tweeted that they have, I, I don't know if he gave a number. It was either eight or a couple of Xbox exclusive titles. At first, I thought it was like exclusive Scorpio titles, and I was about to be like, you lied. Mm -hmm. But no, it was just, it looks like they're going to have new IPs they're going to announce. So, or new titles. What? They're going to like rename Halo. <laughs> Halo 6 is now Halos. Well, here's the thing like, Microsoft really needs to come out from the funk they're in and really have have this press conference be really strong. And with Scorpio, Scorpio has to be under $400. It can't be more than 400. If they come out with a new console for $500, I think that's a no-go if, again, if it is stronger than the PlayStation 4 Pro, which it probably, it, it sounds like it's going to be, by holiday, depending on when it's going to release, which will probably be August or September for the Scorpio, Sony might drop the the price of the Pro another fifty bucks. So you're getting a three fifty fifty system. I can see three fifty. You know, and then what a five hundred dollar one. And and here's the thing: you go, PlayStation's in the lead. Xbox is really far behind. And to be behind and then say, hey, we got a new thing, but it's more expensive. Well, I mean, what if we're giving a, you more power? What if it's a great value? What if they add? That's what I'm saying. I think they, they have they to add, come in at under 400 or 400 or under. What if they add some sort of peripheral, per, peripheral connect that uh, records video and can ha and you can wave your hand at it and turn on the console with a voice, and sometimes it'll listen to you and sometimes it won't. They win. They win the console wars. Yep, they do. No, but what, I mean, what do you guys think of them having it on Sunday? It's like it's good. I, I mean, I, I, it's never really bothered me before. Like I, um, what, you know, when they do it. But I would say you're you're right in that if they get it going on Sunday, you know, no matter what's on Monday, the talk is going to be about what happened on Sunday. And if it's really big news, it'll carry over. It'll set the pace for the week. 
you know mm. and you know ideally people it'll it'll get people excited and then you know later on in the week people will be able to like check out you know I'm sure at, at the you know at different spots like you know the actual games that were shown off or everything mm. else like that so you know it's probably it's a good I think it's a it's it's uh, it's not a bad move for them yeah Beto do you think it's good for them to, to have it on Sunday of course <laughs> are you excited if they if they on that Sunday prove that what would it take ex- yeah what would it take for for you to buy a Scorpio Uncharted <laughs> <laughs> Only on Scorpio (laughs) Uncharted 5 Microsoft Project Scorpio Exclusive Tatsunoko versus Capcom 2 Oh shit No what what, what would it take Honestly I don't know Like Bully 2 Yeah I would probably Get one (coughs) For Bully 2 But there's like I don't know Everything that 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 I liked about the Xbox Gears, Halo, I don't care about those games anymore. Yeah. So there's like there's nothing that can sell me on that. Like I I'm sure there's gonna be like I'm gonna buy it eventually, but there's really uh, like fucking nothing that they have that I would want to play. I think I got it. I think I know. What what is it? You you would be like buying a Scorpio Day One Madden <laughs> with with the 4K 20 gigawatt processor. 1.21 gigawatt processor on the Scorpio. They're going to say, check out our newest title, Marble Madness. The fuck? <laughs> I feel like Ninja Guy. Root Beer Tapper. Oh, shit. I w- actually wouldn't be surprised if they were, uh, Ninja Gaiden was one of them. There hasn't been one in a while. But I don't care for the, the Xbox. The no, I know, I know. But I wouldn't be surprised. You like the perfect, The perfect... Console except, for that would have been the 3DS, and they didn't fucking except, make one. Except yeah. is, is, there's no team ninja. It's just Itagaki. Itagaki's doing it all made himself. Made the game entirely by himself <laughs> using uh, Devil's Devil's third at all Devil's the Devil's three way assets. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo Switch eShop purchases will be tied to a user account. Things you buy on Nintendo Switch eShop will reportedly be associated with a user account rather than a specific piece of hardware. On current Nintendo systems, if you buy a digital game for a console, it stays there and it can't be recovered if you want to download it on another system. According to Nintendo Life, a statement in the Switch UI suggests that this will no longer be the case when the Switch launches. A NeoGAF user who received one of the new consoles early has apparently found a statement saying, Your Nintendo account contains your Nintendo eShop purchases history and current balance. By relinking your Nintendo account after initializing the console, it will be possible to re-download any software on DLC purchased using that account. Software that has been discontinued may not be available for re-download in some cases. So it seems Nintendo has taken measures to catch up with the likes of Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam, allowing you to download your purchases anywhere as long as you have your login details. Now, before we comment on that, um, what surprises me is like we've said, the Switch comes out in two weeks. Nintendo still hasn't said anything. The only thing that's, that happened this week was um, there was a user who got his Switch earlier, a NeoGAF user, or a person who's on NeoGAF, and already showed what, how, you know, an unboxing, showed the user face UI. Right now, we found out about eShop account stuff. Hopefully, when this comes out, we're getting that information from Nintendo, but this is information that's not even from Nintendo, and they've been taking so long. So... I mean, I'm, I would say we're excited about the account stuff, but I also want to say, like, 
I'm kind of annoyed that Nintendo hasn't really said anything. It makes no sense why they don't, they're not saying anything. And we got two more weeks, so they better start saying stuff. But I'm kind of excited that our like the currency you have on the eShop will transfer over because I didn't know if it was going to. Oh, and it, it leaked too. There was a Target ad that had the Switch and mm-hmm. the Link Amiibos and all the games that were going to be there. And it said, buy eShop cards to buy your downloadable games. So people were going, oh, so you can use eShop credit mm-hmm. for the Switch. But even then, before it's confirmed, I wasn't sure. I didn't want to get it because yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's yeah. gonna be there because Nintendo hasn't said anything. But I mean, what do you think with the information, Beto? Oh, I'm, really, I'm, I'm just, just trying to stay awake. I no, I just say some stupid like, what? like because we don't know anything about this game, and it's just like whoever, like fucking whoever's talk, whoever ends up from Nintendo talks about it, and she can be like, yeah, so you, you, this is gonna be dub system. It's like. It's cool. You're gonna like it. It's real fast. It's got, it's got a big dick, and then just fucking start saying like stupid shit. Like they don't even know what the fuck the, the console does. Yeah, it's weird that they're not saying anything, and they're. I don't know what, why they haven't. It's it's really weird. Um, they need to start talking. I mean, there's little things we've heard here and there, but again, most of it's not not from them. So, um, I don't know, man. I'm still excited, <laughs> but there's a little part of me that's a little scared. A little scared, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> when it comes to Nintendo, and that's the sucky thing is, I am not surprised by this, but we we should we shouldn't be that way. You know, we should hold them to the same standards as everyone else. Mm-hmm. But with Nintendo, it kind of seems like sometimes they get the free pass, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just it kind of sucks, man. Like, I want to know more info. And I just want to know the reason why. Is it because, hey, you know... We're still perfecting things. Well, it's already sold out, so we don't want to, like, boost information that gets people excited and they can't get it. Like, what's what's the reasoning for not giving the information that people who are going to be buying the system on day one need to know you know which makes me think is just all that information going to come in day one in videos if you want to set up your switch or if you want to set up an account like is that all that just going to be the day of we get all that info you're right it could but i mean like does that make sense to you no but i mean that's a nintendo thing to do you know i mean it's it falls in line with you know how they are yeah so i mean i hope not i hope they start you know soon at least at least i mean if not this week this uh, this coming week then jesus the week you know, the week of, of at least it, give us before has, friday right know? it has to be the week of right yeah. i mean like if it's not going to be this week that's coming up it has to be the week of yeah but then it's like oh it's nintendo this is what we do and that's and that, that's also the thing i kind of want to bring up too is everyone wants nintendo to be like everyone else mm. they're you not know? they never will be they, they never will be but then nintendo does things that they do like everyone else but they always have to spin it the nintendo way mm-hmm. the legend of zelda breath of the wild gets a 20 dollar expansion pack 
expansion pass, sorry. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild gets a $20 expansion pass. The latest evidence that Nintendo is evolving to the fit the expectation of its audience and the realities of its business, it's news that the company's latest sure-to-be mega hit, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, will be getting a downloadable content via a $20 season pass option. Despite being one of the largest, most engaging video games Nintendo has ever created, it will release two new sets of downloadable content for the game later this year and will be available for both the Nintendo Switch and the Wii U releases of the game. These packs cannot be purchased individually according to Nintendo. Here are the details from Nintendo. Starting when the game launches on March 3rd, players will be able to purchase an expansion pass for $20, granting access to two new sets of downloadable content for the game when they become available later this year. Immediately upon pre-purchasing or purchasing of the expansion pass, three new treasure chests will appear in the game's Great Plateau area. One of these treasure chests will contain a shirt with a Nintendo Switch logo that Link can wear during his adventure, exclusive to the expansion pass. The other two will deliver useful items. The first content pack is scheduled to launch this summer and will include an addition of a Cave of Trials challenge, a new hard mode, and new feature for its in-game map. The second content pack will launch on holiday 2017 and add new challenges that will let players enjoy a new dungeon and a new original story. The expansion pass will be available for both the Nintendo Switch and the Wii U version of the game and are identical. Content packs cannot be purchased individually. So that's something that is common with regular consoles like PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo is doing it. Mm-hmm. $20 season pass. You don't know what the other two expansions are, but you know you're going to get a Switch shirt. So I don't know what you guys think of that. They just followed it line. They're falling in line with, you know, with other, you know, Hey, let's make more money. Companies do. And yeah. I mean it it makes sense with a game like Zelda. I'm mean, not that I'm a fan of it, but you know, if they're gonna add more stuff to it, yeah, I obviously wanna do, you know, they wanna sell that um via season pass. Um I you just know, you know, it may, like people say it makes people keep their game longer instead of trading it in. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't I'm not big on I don't personally play a whole lot of the um DLCs and stuff like I mean uh, some stuff I do but like for the most part I don't I don't know if I, the Zelda one would be something I want to play yeah um, <laughs> I sure wouldn't buy I wouldn't spend the money on a season pass until you knew what I the content what was, was yeah mm-hmm. you know and, you know we always tell people you know be informed before you <laughs> before you decide to buy you know you know try to see what you're getting so I mean you know hopefully I mean I'm hopeful that it, it'll be good yeah. but we'll see I want that Switch shirt, though. <laughs> That's weird. It's weird that they say, hey, you're getting three <coughs> boxes. One of them's going to have a Switch shirt. The other one's... Yeah. Actual important stuff. Actual important stuff. You get a stick. Mm-hmm. It's more durable, homie. Mm-hmm. Watch. He's like, hey, you get the Master Sword right away. We just Here you go. Break the game. <laughs> what do you think, Bethel? DLC. Um, yeah, like Joe was saying, I'm just following what everybody's doing. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, just like just pretty much spelling. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like. I'm, I'm like the same as Joe. Like, I don't really yeah. buy any season pass stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. 
that there's a game that has a season pass, I usually don't even buy it. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of them do, but like the Call of Duties and all that stuff. Like, I, th- those seem like the games that have, they always have the season pass and stuff. Yeah. And I tend to not buy those, so it's kind of avoid them but but this i mean i don't know it just depends on what what is gonna be i don't i mean this is a game like i'm probably not gonna trade in anyway yeah and depending on how good the dlc was i'm pretty i mean it's, it's a zelda game yeah most of the time for the most part good mm. so yeah i mean like anything it'll, it'll be 20 bucks up until holiday so regardless if you get it now or later you're gonna be paying the 20 bucks yeah. but it's always good to know what you're gonna have but if the original story dungeon and everything isn't something where you control Zelda I think that's a missed opportunity it could be something special that mm-hmm. would really get a lot of people to get the season pass that's my idea I don't want to play as a, as a well you already play as Zelda no, I don't want to play as a girl though. <laughs> don't be those people <laughs> alright we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back so see you in a bit to tell it's gonna be a short episode this week but i have some good news for you um last week's episode where we talked about launch day memories um i always like to kind of push joe play devil's advocate and um bring up a topic where we're talking about nintendo and nintendo's longevity and what would nintendo do as a, a manufacturer if they went out of business, um, and I kind of brought up a situation where would Nintendo be the type of company to just completely die and not allow any of their IPs to go to any other consoles? I don't believe that would happen, but I always like to play, you know, I always like to uh, poke and prod Joe and see what he comes up with. And it was a pretty cool and interesting talk that we all had together, um, me, Bethel, and Joe. But... Unfortunately, for that week's episode, we usually hit about an hour, an hour and 45 for episodes to make. I don't like to go too long, and this one went pretty long. We had about two and a half hours of audio. It tends to happen, but then, you know, it didn't go with the flow of the topic we had. It goes a completely different direction, and sometimes that could be fun, but sometimes I feel like that's that jumps off the subject, and it's a little too muddled you know i just i don't like i like things to flow instead of veer off course and you know there's some episodes where we do but when it fits i like to have it fit and not saying that that didn't fit because we were talking about nintendo as a launch um console um i just felt you know i needed to take that out the episode would have been too long but since we kind of made a short episode due to my accident I didn't want to have us have a short episode for you guys, so it was such a good topic that I'm putting it in this week's episode. Now keep in mind, Beto and Joe were really, not really drunk, but they were drunk, 
So you'll have instances where Bethel starts singing. And the reason why is because, you know, he's drunk. Uh, enjoy this extra segment on this week's episode. And enjoy. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, like, I'm just like, I wish I was more open-minded about, about uh, Nintendo Nintendo games at that mm-hmm. when I was. Did uh, you ever get up get Mario Galaxy Super Mario Galaxy? No, see that's the thing. I wish I would. I think have, I let you. I let you borrow some, but it was. I don't remember like, that. That to me, uh, the original Super Mario Galaxy mm-hmm. is probably one of the games that mm, there's specific. There's, there's certain games that I played through, like mm-hmm. through my life. That's one of the games that made me know. Not made me know, but like just. just reaffirmed why I love games mm, the yeah. original galaxy uh-huh. like the, the, you know is it a huge change from like the other Mario games maybe not but like when you actually play it and you see how, how everything is done it was just like god damn like that's when you know like like you know n- no matter what Nintendo does in the end whether it's consoles like if they if they were to fucking give up consoles I'm 100 like I'm 110 percent 10% positive they're gonna be fine you know like if they just became a maker of games they would be a huge maker of games because those those games are just fucking amazing like mm-hmm. mario galaxy is just amazing yeah it is an amazing game you know do you think nintendo would be the type of company that rather just like kind of go down with the ship and that's it like i would they hope would... i would hope not yeah because they have so much to offer still yeah like they've done it so many times like you know the like like what Metroid if Prime. what if in the future and I'm talking about future future okay. future, where Miyamoto's gone, all the main people who created all these games are gone, you know the the games that they're still have a mm-hmm. you know a foot in making, and then from there that's what tanks Nintendo over time. It's like well the new Zelda wasn't that good, the new Mario wasn't good. There's not it. no let's just say let's say that happens okay. right. Do you think that's a company that would just let itself go like just like whatever if we're not we're not I don't do it. think they would allow that I if, think if the game quality dropped because from from now to like from back then till now that's the one thing you can say for sure is the quality of if Nintendo is there if they didn't cultivate the next breed of developers uh-huh. and producers and you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, yes but it it's, could, it it's kind of like no, no, it could happen. like look at like stuff like Studio Ghibli or even like it could happen. Back in the day with Kojima, where it's like, okay, you know what? I want to give this to my team. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. And he gave uh, that Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance, and they mm-hmm. couldn't do it. They if, couldn't. If, they yeah, could. Of course it could They happen. couldn't do it for whatever. And this was the team that worked with Kojima. So they gave it to Platinum. And even Platinum was like, hey, we're going to do it our way. Okay. Like, even when I heard that, I'm like, oh, whoa, he's just going to let them. And I think by that time, Kojima was like, they tried. They couldn't do it do what you need to do because even they were like here here's some character designs these are some bosses and then they're like no we're gonna do our own we're gonna do our own stuff and then with studio ghibli miyazaki's left uh-huh. and then people are just like well miyazaki ain't here anymore so fuck it like like people who are watching it like fuck it who cares studio ghibli comes out with like films and they do okay but everyone goes like well miyazaki ain't there uh-huh. now miyazaki's coming back to help out on another one but here's the thing. Let's. I'm, I'm just saying, as in, like, Nintendo becomes a company where Miyamoto is gone now. He passed away. All these key people who made these games passed away. You know, um, and then the quality of Nintendo games start dropping. That's what I'm saying. Is like, 
then does that company just go away? I, if they're just like, we're just losing too much money, who cares? I feel because that it's not that it's not family owned anymore. Nintendo is no, no I, longer I, family owned. It's totally possible. It's totally uh-huh. possible. I feel like it's human nature for people to rise uh-huh. to the occasion. Uh-huh. It, it, it really is. Like when you bring up stuff like that, like um, I'm gonna bring up like Team Ninja. <laughs> Everyone thought Team Ninja was fucked when Itagaki left. And now they fucking release Neo, and it, and from all, it sounds like it's a fucking amazing game. Yeah, it makes you think like you know what, Itagaki was the end all. Yes, but but here's a, they created they were able to create a new game and do their own thing, but you know they did Ninja Gaiden three. They did Ninja Gaiden three. It without, sucked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It did and that's suck. the thing. Now if let's say Neo was Ninja Gaiden 3. Then mm-hmm. there you go. They took the reins True. and mm-hmm. made it. Neo, it's always possible. Neo was something based on, hey, you see these games, Dark Souls, Bloodborne? Mm-hmm. Let's do something like that, but our own samurai stuff. Mm-hmm. That completely worked, as we already know. Yeah. yeah. That completely worked. But I'm saying, we're, if you have to base it on that, it's the level of, hey, they made a Ninja Gaiden mm-hmm. way fucking better than whatever Itagaki did. I feel with the history of Nintendo, uh-huh. I feel like Miyamoto... <coughs> I feel like everyone involved with Nintendo, I think they realize that there's going to be a time where they're, they're going to have to, they're not going to be involved anymore. And, yeah. I, and I feel like they have a crop of uh, developers, producers, um, you know, cre- just creative minds. Yeah. They're not going to let that happen. They understand how important, you know, the Nintendo name is. Mm-hmm. And it is important, dude. Yeah. Cause I mean, let's just, let's face it. If Nintendo don't work back then, I don't know what the fuck happens with video games. Let's no, face yeah, it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, if, yeah, if there's the no games, Nintendo, yeah. there. I mean, that's yeah, why someone Nintendo, will come up. That's why Nintendo had to come in like, oh no, this is a toy. Yeah, this isn't a console they were because the of how that bad took it was. The fucking, they, they took that um, <coughs> that risk, yeah. and I mean, you know, without them, and and I feel like Sony, like um, Shuya Yoshida, he understands that. He knows that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like Microsoft, to <coughs> to an extent, they know that. Yeah. They want they f- nobody they, they wants. You know what's funny is nobody play. wants to fucking put Nintendo out of the business. You but, know what I mean? But, they know they they need yeah. them. You gotta look yeah. at the difference between PlayStation and Nintendo is that Nintendo. Um, Constantly, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, is tied to their properties that they make, mm-hmm. and rarely do they come out with new. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. PlayStation, off the bat, their biggest properties were third party owned, mm-hmm. and they became a company that was built on that. Then later, having first party, then having like, don't but get how wrong, much? If if you if I were to say Crash became the hugest mascot, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh, hugest yeah. mascot. And then uh, you see Mario from back in '85 uh-huh. and Mario from that time. Uh-huh. And if I said, hey. Crash ain't gonna be the mascot anymore. You're like, nah, man. He's the next Mario for PlayStation. That's it. How is it now? You know, it's not. It's not that anymore. So Nintendo's completely different compared to Microsoft, oh, yeah. PlayStation, and all these other companies. I will tell you this much. You know, no, but they're they're different. But and I love Nintendo. But Nintendo um, uh, relies too much on its past to where um, that's what makes me think. Like and I highly doubt it will happen. I'm 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 just trying to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. to oh, where no, 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 I, I, I to, totally get to, you what they're saying. To where Nintendo, if if Nintendo, yeah, they're screwed. Like, yeah, like they, they they're, just, d- they're done. Because I honestly think once Miyamoto is gone, that when the day that happens where he's gone, creativity does. 
I don't think the creativity dies, but I think uh, how it seems, how Miyamoto works, difficult. like how Miyamoto works and how things are, it's like Beto's one of the workers and he's, Beto's working on a level design. It's like Miyamoto goes up to Beto and goes, hey, why is that, uh, why is that cloud there? And you're like, because <laughs> it's, I was there, it's not, no, it's don't, not there. <laughs> and then Beto goes, oh shit, I got to take this off because mm-hmm. Miyamoto says it's not supposed to be there. What and then and then Beto can't grow as a programmer or someone as uh, for talent, you know. If nobody's there, if no one's there, because they're <laughs> I don't know how it works, but how it's trained, like, oh, how many times do you think in the Star Fox new one that came out, mm-hmm. the meeting, where there he's like, well, story doesn't matter, let's not do this, and then the one guy goes, hey, how about we have a different story, continuing all this, mm-hmm. get him the fuck out of here, <laughs> get him the fuck out of here, right, like. And then yeah, we're, okay. we're, you know, these guys are set in their ways. Like, okay, no, it's this. It's his word. It's, mm-hmm. it's how his goes. I'm just saying, you take that away, and then they're like, okay, no one's here to tell us what to do. Um, because you, I think you do need that back and forth. But what it seems like is Miyamoto's not a very back and forth. He's more of a, this is how it goes. And okay, that's kind of a good idea. I'm just gonna twist it up a bit. Mm-hmm. And there you go, mushrooms or something. <laughs> to where, to where I think I don't know, like. I think they'd be chickens with their heads cut off, and then oh, over yeah. time, the quality would drop if you didn't have these key. I think they relied too much on their key figures, and I think the fans are even worse about that too. Like, don't get me wrong, I think Breath of the Wild's gonna be amazing, but I guarantee you, well, Ocarina, other people will be. Ocarina was better. Ocarina of Time was you better. You can't do anything. About no, people, I know, you know I, mean? I know, but that's the thing. Like, if that becomes the main focus, let's say it gets that big to where. Whoa, this Breath of the Wild actually wasn't the best-selling Zelda game. It's actually the worst. And people want Ocarina of Time kind of game? Well, let's just give it to them. And we'll just do what what, what people want. Because look at, look at how Wind Waker was received when it came out. Everybody. It looks like a kitty. What? How can you get from Ocarina of Time to something that looks like that? Over time, the love for Wind Waker grew and grew and grew and grew. So cute. But then what happens next? The next game where they're like, they said, oh, they wanted to do like a Wind Waker 2 in that art style. People didn't like that uh-huh. art style. Let's do Twilight Princess, make it darker. And then there you go. They made it darker. Mm-hmm. And then what do fans say? It's not that good. It's too dark. So what happens? <laughs> they make Skyward Sword, which is a combination of a little bit of Wind Waker and a little bit of Twilight Princess. And then what happens? Too much waggle. It fucking sucks. So then what do we do? Go, then, go to the then we one. get Breath of the Wild. No, 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 no. What? Before Breath of the Wild. After what was first, uh, Skyward Sword or um, a Link Between Worlds? Link Between Worlds was after. Okay, was it after. Yeah. Okay, after Skyward Sword, and then the that's Link what Between came Worlds. next. Yeah, amazing. Fuck yeah. Am I right? Yeah. That was the but, no. Yeah, no, no, no. And they, they had insane. they had they went back to to that on a handheld. And it was fucking insane. And I love it. No, 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 no. It was great. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> it was great, but I'm talking about like. To I them, know the core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their core no, I, get, console I, I, ones. I get you. I get and what you're now saying. Breath of the Wild seems like it's going to be a Skyrim uh-huh. crazy fucking thing like that. And I'm already set. I'm like, this is going to be it's dope. Be cool. I think it's going to be cool. But I'm going to fucking punch the first person who goes like, well, Ocarina's better. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fuck you're never you. gonna get that again. It's exactly I know no and I, I know exactly what you're saying. And it's just like like <laughs> and honestly, like I hope But what if it gets to what if what if Breath of the Wild becomes the Wind Waker? Where let it's me, where they let go Let me tell you where they go, it's not that great, we want this, and then Nintendo just goes, Fuck it, they want this, <laughs> and then everyone complains again. Again, Joe. I'm gonna bring up with something like like it's crazy, and I'm gonna bring it up because yeah. it's, it's I'm gonna bring up wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the areas where wrestling 
pro wrestling went wrong and WWE in general goes wrong is goes wrong is not knowing how to read their fans. Mm-hmm. They stopped learning how to read their fans, right? And they started pushing the guys they want, right? And then in response to people hating on that, they didn't stop pushing those guys that they wanted. They started to like semi push the people that the fans wanted and <coughs> like to, to make up for it, mm-hmm. right? How has that worked? It's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. People still fucking hate on this oh, shit, yeah. right? So in the end, you know, as a developer, as a creator, you just got to push what you think is the best, is yeah. the next best thing, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, and like, which like, I hope like, they do, you know, like wrestling wise, we talk about Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, when I hear people fucking see how much they hate on him, I'm it's, like, yeah, fuck you. I'm yeah. done. I'm going to root for that motherfucker now because you hate him so much. I'm going to, I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's true. And it's, it's, it's the same in a lot of ways, the same for like when you see them push a game and they're like, yeah, it's not the same as this. Good. Because that was a 20-year-old game. Yeah. I don't want the 20-year-old game anymore. If I wanted to play the 20-year-old game, I would go buy the fucking console and play the 20-year-old game. And then I want something new. And then when they make something like that, they go, it's too much like that old one. I know. You're never going to be able to, to, um, you're never going to be able to, like, satisfy everybody. No, No, you're not. Oh, yeah. Link Between Worlds was a fucking fantastic mm-hmm. game. People yeah, yeah. after all the bitching, everyone was like, it's too much like this, or it's yeah. not enough dark, it's not like They went back to fucking, uh, uh, you know, Link's, oh, what, what, fuck, I can't even remember the Link's name. Link's the best. Link's the past, which is a fucking, like, it's probably the best game ever. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I to anyone was Ocarina yeah, of Time yeah. and two fuck everything else, I don't care. That was, you know, I didn't play, I really didn't play that until after I played it, Link Between Worlds. And when I went back, I was like, God damn, this fucking game yeah, is yeah. fantastic. No, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those are like, you know, I'm not a big Zelda, like, I don't finish games, yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we know. no, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we even Link Between Worlds. I fucking, I played that beginning to the end. That's yeah, the only you know? Zelda game I've ever finished. And like, I, I have nothing so to compare it to, so it's, it's for me, it's, it's a so fucking, fucking good. Game. You know, like, yeah. I, even I was like, even, I would sit on the, on, on my couch in front of my, my TV and my wife's like watching TV and she's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing this fucking game because this game is amazing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I would hope that Nintendo realizes that, like, their bread and butter, mm. you know, the, 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 the people that have development games now, are not going to last forever. They have a group of people afterwards that are going to, like, carry around the legacy. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, because these, these franchises, these characters, these IPs are so important. Because I'll tell you right now, if Nintendo had to sell any of their fucking IPs just for whatever reason just like this shit Uh went out the fucking window and they're like we gotta sell Mario Mm -hmm. do you know how big of a fucking bidding war it would be it would be insane like they I honestly believe it would be worth like more tens of millions of dollars were like Microsoft and so we'd be like, yeah, we'll we'll buy it. And you know what? We it may never get another game. Itself. Yeah, and it would it would we may never get a game like again like that would be like that would measure up. <laughs> but they would buy it because yeah. they know like these are French like PlayStation Sony, buys Mario, Super Mario, Sony, right? and, and then they Microsoft. get Naughty Dog to make the next Mario. Sony and <laughs> Mi- and even if they did, it, Sony <laughs> Sony and Microsoft would die for a franchise that could have the longevity mm-hmm. of what Nintendo, Nintendo has. You know Nintendo. what I mean? 
Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo has. Like, oh no, seriously, like like a, a franchise that could last 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. they would fucking die for something like that. No, fuck it. You know, they, or, they've been or in for so short. What, what, how about this? Short. We're saying this. Who would go bidding more? What if Nintendo goes, fuck it? We're just mobile. All our shit's mobile now. That would suck. It, it would, would suck. It would hurt. It would <laughs> definitely. I, I think it would really hurt the consoles. Mm-hmm. It would. You just answer be like, we're just going to mobile. Like, holy fuck, they'd make a shitload of money. Nothing but profit. <laughs> they've been making money, you know? I mean, it's... So no, people sleep just because the consoles don't sell as much. People sleep on how important these franchises are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love fucking making Nintendo. I love pushing Nintendo to be because <laughs> they are big. You know what I mean? It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. are still people yeah. sometimes, yeah, yeah. and I sleep no, on them sometimes too. They're yeah. a huge deal. Joe loves Nintendo so much that he got a free Wii U and then just got gave it away and then bought another one. Like way enough. later, and then he's gonna get rid of it again to get a switch. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, gonna um, I'm not gonna use any of this until later. <coughs> it's good though. I like it. favorite segments ever um looks like guys we got mail Party controller. Now that Pokemon Go is updating their Pokemon player customization, etc., what do you predict will happen to its user fan base? Increase, decrease? Would you go back to try it? Also, congrats to Joe on the black belt. Please post more sound bits of Jesse screaming. Thanks. From Trini. I'll try. I didn't. I, don't, I screamed a couple of times um, during last night's stream. Probably not as good as the original So, Pokemon Go. Um, You're not even going to say thank you for congratulating me on the Thank you for congratulating me. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, much appreciated. Pokemon Go. Getting into business. I, uh, no, I, will, I, I won't play it anymore. I, I had fun with it, you know, when it first came out and everything. I think, you know, for me, I was, it, it was never going to be something I played, like, nonstop. I don't feel like they updated thing soon enough and I know they've added not with this update adding you know more Pokemon I just they're still I, it's had it's I've had my moment with it now I'm, I'm over it mm-hmm. um, 
other people may. I, I don't know. It'll be hard to say, be hard to say. I don't think it'll get as they, they won't hit numbers like when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. at all. But I mean, yeah. I'm sure it'll get a, a bit of a bump. Mm. I mean, I think um, actually because we got that message today, I try. I played Pokemon Go for the first time in months. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I kind of fell out of it was because I thought my phone couldn't charge anymore. And then I found out there was lint in the uh, the, mm. the, the, hole, the hole. So I was like, shit. But I kind of fell out of it because it would drain batteries so much. Mm-hmm. And I never got to experience it like most people, like actually going out. I always wanted to go out like, oh, walk the beach or walk around. But it was either I'm working, had to go back home, had to do other things, record here, and it didn't give me that much time to do the exploration. Like walk well, around and... You know. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I just didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. We did it that one time when we went you know, to Starbucks that yeah. morning to grab food. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I actually had fun going outside mm-hmm. and doing it. But I didn't do it as much, and I wish I did. But jumping back on it, I see improvements. Um, there's new characters, but... It just doesn't give you anything else. And I just think the the fan base there is... It's not going to decrease. The people who are still playing it are going to continue playing it. You might get a few more people jumping on because... Oh, hey, there's these... You know, the new characters. Let me get them. But I don't think Niantic has really done anything to change up Pokemon Go. Now, what can they do? I don't know. Um, I think the game's fine as it is. Hey, find it, catch it. That's all I was doing. I didn't care about going to gyms. Battles. I didn't care about battles. You know, I think they still, I'm not sure, but they still haven't done trading yet, which I think would be, would have been a bigger thing if they did it sooner. I think a lot of what, not is wrong with Pokemon Go, but why it's decreased is not coming out with newer things quicker. You know, planning. And I think it caught them off guard. It was going to be this big. I don't think anyone could have really predicted you know, they could predict that Pokemon's big, you know, but to the way it kind of took hold of everybody, couldn't predict that. And I don't think they were ready. So with them not being ready, they didn't have stuff planned like, okay, we have to make sure trading is at least next month. We started this, trading is up next month. Okay, a month after that, let's do this. I mean, they did stuff like, oh, here's holiday things. Get a Pikachu with a holiday hat. But I think for people who are already out of it, they're not going to load back on, you know? Yeah. Um, the battery drain is probably a big thing too for it, but uh, I think your fans are still gonna be there, the the fans who are there, and and that's it. I mean, will it increase? I think they have to drastically change it. Um, but it's cool that they've had stuff. I just think it's been taking too long. So. Yeah, I got no interest in playing it again. Uh, like I had fun with it while like the first couple of months, and then. I just kind of got tired of it. Um, there was really nothing to keep me, you know, like uh, they weren't really doing much to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I mean, it'll, I think it'll bring a couple people back, but it's not going to be huge. And there's going to be people playing it for a little bit and then like, oh, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, I have no more, in, like, like my interest in it, it's gone. So I really, yeah. I got nothing for it. You know what I found weird that I've been I've been noticing lately, and and I feel it's it just reminds me of like going to like being in elementary school, and people going like, hey, this kid's still doing this, he's a loser. I've heard people go oh, like, yeah. yeah, he still plays Pokemon Go, and I go, I don't, who cares? Yeah, he's still playing it. Like, he still has fun with it. He still cares. has fun with it. But it's such a negative thing now. Yeah. Oh, you still play Pokemon Go? It's like, who cares you if still he watch is? Cartoons? Yeah. 
It's like, I don't know. I've, I've, I've been noticing that lately. People go like, yeah, they still play Pokemon Go. It's like, guys talking shit about another person. He's like, yeah, and he still plays Pokemon Go. It's like, who fucking gives a shit? I remember my, my dad, he, he would make fun of me for watching cartoons still. I was like, I mean, even now I still watch him. But I was watching South Park. And then he's like, you still watching cartoons? He didn't know what it was. And then there was that episode where where, where Stan's dad taking a giant shit. <laughs> and my dad's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> cartoons, dad. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, when you're kids, like, they didn't have any adult cartoons back then, so. I mean, if you look back, Ren and Stan was kind of yeah. fucked up. No, yeah. They, I mean, there are some, like, but that stuff, like, goes over your head. Like, yeah, oh, a as a kid, yeah. It wasn't until I got older that yeah. I understood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for that question, Trini. And uh, yeah. Um, before I we go on to the next thing, I wanted to bring up. Uh, you know, we're all getting switches. Um, I ended up getting mine pre-ordered at GameStop. I had an Amazon pre-order, but I'd rather just get it the night of. Um, like I told you guys, I went to go pay it off. You know, because I had the money. I want to pay off the switch. So I'm waiting in line. And uh, there was a guy in front of me, and he was returning in Xbox One, pre-owned. Um, there was two employees, and he was talking to the other guy. He's like, oh, you're bringing it back? He's just like, yeah, you know, I don't like the Xbox One. My boss is coming later. She's going to get me a PS4. And he's like, all right, cool. They're going to do the return. Um, the other employee looked at the receipt and said, oh, okay, cool. You can return it. Money back. The guy's like, all right. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to give it to my wife. She's going to buy a PS4. All right. Then it had to. There had. To, they had to stop. And one employee said to the other one, "Hey, um, I already took in a return today, so it's gonna mess up my numbers. Do you mind doing this?" And then the other person goes, ah, "I already had to do a return too. My numbers are messed up." It's like, oh, okay. Well, I really got a hit on the pre-owned part of it. And the other employee's like, "Yeah, me too." It wasn't that long, but then I. To me, I was like, I already knew what was going on. You know, we talked about this already. The news that broke out because of their circle of life. But I just thought it was so weird them not arguing. It wasn't like, hey, fucking do this for me. But they had to go, hey, my numbers are bad right now. Do you mind taking the hit? And then the other person's like, ah, my numbers are bad. Do you mind taking the hit? And, you know, maybe it was a minute conversation. But I thought it was a minute that that customer doesn't need to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but I get it. I wasn't like I've said. I've I worked there before. I, I was in that situation, but I found it funny because everyone already knows what's been going on. So I thought that was kind of, you know, sucks. It I sucks. Mean, it sucks for them. It sucks, yeah, yeah, it does. You, you know, have to be like that. And then uh, you know, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just thought I found it funny, you know. But you know. As always, this show's about video games, but we're not always about video games. We like movies, TV, music, anime, cartoons, like South Park and Poopin. You know, we like other things. So this is a segment... I like Poopin. Yeah. (laughs) This is a segment of Third Party Controller Podcast we like to call Three PCs. Check it out. Check these things out. Beto? What, what uh, should the do- audience check out? I got know? a couple things, actually. <laughs> uh, Joe and I have the same thing, though. What happened? Joe and I have the same thing. Okay, so we have a little, the first ever, check it <laughs> out. 
battle out in its long history. And it's for it's its first history. So we actually do have a check it out decision maker. <laughs> but so No, I'm just saying Joe and I can talk about that. Oh, you guys want to talk about it together? Well, we all... I, we, I mean, yeah, yeah, technically, we all watched it. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we just do a joint check it out? Wait. Do joint check it out? I do have one thing to talk about, but it's yeah, like, go ahead. Yeah. Who wants to start first? Okay, so this is a check it out that both Beto and Joe are sharing. There's no other stuff you guys want to talk about? It's just that I one got thing. nothing, really. Mm, I don't really. Okay, so this is both Joe's, Joe and... They're co-oping right now for the check it out. <laughs> it's, this is co-op <laughs> checkout. <laughs> Go up, check out. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we saw the uh, HBO documentary uh, "Eagles of Death Metal uh, No Samis." Yeah, No Samis. Um, yeah, which is which is um, our friends. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, it's a, it's a documentary about the band the Eagles of Death Metal and um, kind of like how they. How they were formed, how everything came up, all the way up to, and how they were affected by the uh, terrorist attack at the in in France, uh, on November thirteenth, twenty fifteen, where they hit um, terrorists. You know, they shot and killed. I don't know. I don't know how many people it was like inside people, the yeah the 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 Bataclan uh, club, and then there were bombings. At it was insane. Yeah, I remember like, that. It was crazy. There was bombing at yeah. a soccer stadium or outside of a soccer stadium. Bombing at a train station was it? Uh, a restaurant it? too. Yeah, restaurant. Like a there was cafe a restaurant mm-hmm. right out there. I mean, it was it was just. I remember listening, uh, hearing about them, just going, "This is insane." Yeah. And uh, <coughs> it's a. I didn't know what I didn't really I, like when I saw the documentary. I was it was I thought it was kind of cool because I mean it it really was. It wasn't just about the the terrorist attack. I mean, it was really was about. The, like learning about the band and how they were formed and everything so it's like yeah. a, a documentary on them but we pretty much kind of like yeah talking about like how they were brought up and then kind of leading up to not leading well describing yeah, what, was, yeah. what went on yeah. during the attacks mm-hmm. which I thought was a great way like you said earlier Joe that was a great way of doing it because for anyone who doesn't know who Eagles of Death Metal yeah. are it, it gives and you what it was a good 30 minute yeah there's yeah. a good 30 minute hey here's a setup here's who they are Rock and roll band. This is everyone in the band. How it was formed. Boom. And this is one of their gigs that kind of went yeah, really yeah. bad. You know? So already, it, it's a good way of attaching yourself to these people yeah. and then their their experience. Because if you go straight to it, you're like, okay, it's just a story of a person. It's just telling a band. You, this yeah, band yeah. was yeah. playing and then this or that. Yeah, it really, uh, really um, kind of lets you in on... The lead singer, who is mm. a really interesting guy too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I with I, the greatest name. So, uh, uh, boots. Uh, yeah, boots electric. electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good. You know, name. and it's and it's funny because like I, I know there's a lot of people that don't like the band. No. I I I I like them. No, I, yeah. I've listened to some yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think we've I all like been them. fans for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, I understand people that don't like them. Mm. I've always felt like they're a band that like other bands probably like like you know what I mean like, yeah. yeah I like them they're, they're, they're just cool they're a fun band like, yeah they're, they're a lot they of fun they don't take themselves they don't, serious exactly it's not the most you know is it gonna be Grammy material yeah, stuff yeah. no they're just they have fun they like what they do um but it was definitely a good way for people to get to know them to see who they were you know uh and, and I think a really big point of that is just seeing 
them explain the relationship between uh, Jesse, it's Hughes, right? Hughes, Hughes? yeah, Jesse Hughes. And Josh Hom from uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Like, how they are such good friends. Yeah. And, you know, just... It's, it's kind of like, it's, it's like a... A younger brother that idolizes his older brother. Yeah. That's like what, what yeah, yeah. Jesse is too. Like like he fucking idolizes uh, Joshua. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to the first time, like one of those, like when they tell that story about him being bullied in the pool uh-huh. at a party and Josh comes and, you know, basically saves the day. It's just, you know, he's always cared for him. And I yeah. think Jesse's always appreciate, appreciated that. And like, like yeah, yeah. that's my big brother, you yeah, know, yeah. basically. And Josh is always the kind of guy who's strict with him too, or very like, yeah. "Hey, you gotta stick up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta do this." You know, yeah, like when he I'm says, out, uh, but I can't be." When he helped him, he's like, "At least next time, just fucking defend yourself." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like how Jesse even says he was ashamed because like, yeah. he was only like, you know, yeah, yeah. But then he goes on to say, "Like, but after that day, no one ever fucked with him again because yeah. it was like, oh." Oh, it's Josh. Josh's Josh Josh friend. Josh friend. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, he was saying how Josh was like six foot four. He's a big guy, and he was like, yeah. no one was gonna fuck with him. So uh-huh. he was like, oh, nobody fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a really good documentary. I mean, I remember I was I was falling asleep when it came on, and um, like I noticed like, oh, it's gonna start right now. And uh, and my wife Jessica, she was just like, you're not gonna be able to stay awake. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try. I started watching it. I ended up watching the whole thing. Like yeah. I was like, like ready to fall asleep, and then I remembered he was on. I was like, let me put it on, mm-hmm. and then I watched the whole thing, and it was really, really good. Uh, so much. It's like it's it's really easily apparent how affected, you know, they were. Oh, like, yeah. you know, and not just Jesse, the other members of the band yeah. too. How yeah. affected yeah. they were by what happened. I mean, yeah. and it was, you know. Well, even the people because they have victims. I'm not the victims, but the people that witnessed the, the yeah. stuff, the the, the attacks. It's just like just their stories is pretty fucking. Including their friend crazy. Josh and Jesse's friend. Uh, I forget his name. The big dude that was drinking. Yeah. He was talking about how he just started drinking a lot to yeah. cope with it. And yeah. He was on the floor. What's crazy is the documentary. He goes like, "This is this is three months ago," and he's like, "Maybe this isn't the best way of doing it, but I'm just drinking. Yeah. Drinking like it's probably day. not yeah. the best way, way, but I but have like nightmares, him, I have you know I." I yeah, yeah. keep seeing it and it's like yeah it's... but when he said three months I'm like holy shit yeah. like three months because yeah, I like three weeks later uh, remember they, you two yeah, you two let them in three yeah. months later they, they went and, and played again <clears throat> and um, you know there's just there's so many cool like just you know hard I don't want to say hard to watch, but definitely like emotional scenes. Like that yeah. interview uh-huh. when he sits down with the, uh, oh, dude. Yeah. the end and he's just like, you know, he's trying to hold it in and just shaking like crazy. Yeah. You know, as soon as they're done, he's like, I need to go outside. Can I go yeah. outside and Because I mean, what caught me off guard when they're talking about it was the police took two hours to get there. Yeah. I think within 30 minutes, I would have lost my mind Fuck. with all that shit. Like, I'm pretty sure they were all losing their minds and probably thinking back, like, how did I make it? And no one knew how close, like, because, like, when when I remember hearing about it and going, like, oh, what happened to the band? I'm like, oh, they yeah. get out. And then it's like, oh, yeah, they yeah. got out. Like, yeah. like not, you know, after a while, you're and like, you oh, think, they got like, out. It was like, quick, oh, okay, yeah. there was a back door. Yeah. But then when you actually hear, like, no, they had to, <laughs> they had to get down. They got off stage. And then one of their crew was like, don't go. Until wait reload, for the reload. Until the reload, yeah. And they were, like, without him, they would have like, yeah, just fucking stayed gone. there. We would have just stayed there. We would have done anything. He's like, wait, wait. And then, luckily, you know, they see the reload. And then even after that, though, I mean, it wasn't, like, safe. Like, they actually had to 
you know, like when you hear Jesse talk about the story, where like the one of the gunmen like looks at him, yeah, saw him, and he goes to pull the barrel down to shoot him, and the barrel hits the the door frame or something, and it stops him and basically gives him enough time to get away. Yeah. But then hearing him say like, you know, I could feel the bullets whiz by me. The girl in front of me got shot in the head. Just yeah. you know. He says it's not like you see in the movies. Yeah, like he just I, like you see him break down. And the way he like, says it, it's yeah, not just like no. he's, he's all, it, it's nothing like yeah. that. Yeah, and and it's you know it just he's like, and I think the other guy was thinking like the noises you hear, you know, I, I don't know if it was Jesse or it was I the other it was guy, Jesse, the bigger guy. It's like just the noises you hear, things you hear, you just you know, it's stuff you never want to, you can't, it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And then. um and like you're saying how some of the other survivors people from like concert goers people that you went to watch concert like you're the, but the guy that basically got him a ta- uh, uh, saw the band oh, yeah. and got him a taxi a, a taxi and gave them like you're right. like, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. just get out of here you know I think one of the moments that was really really um, like when they go at the end of the towards the end of the documentary they go outside to meet with the, the fans to let them know everything's okay and they had one of the guys come up to Jesse and be like I was at the cafe. I saw them go in. I'm sorry, I couldn't do anything. And Jesse's just yeah, like, you no, know, Jesse's break. Like he's he's cracking. His voice is cracking. He's like, man, man. He hugs him. Yeah, he's hugs like, no, him brother. He's like, don't worry. He's like, yeah. Don't even yeah, yeah. don't even say that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like, um, yeah. It's it's definitely like I'm watching and it, it like you easily get emotional. Oh, oh yeah. Just taking it yeah. out. It was really well done. Is it Beto? We were watching. Me and Beto watched it, and Beto turns to me. He's like, yeah, if I'm correct, which is what you said. You're like, well, I was like. Start getting anxiety. Yeah, just that and I was just like, yeah, it. no, dude. Yeah, because no, like, they describe it for like the longest time, and just everything that's going on. I'm just like, like I was, I was. Oh, I had a the lid for a, a soda can. Or the, you know the, the bottles that have that little plastic mm-hmm. thing on the top, so it won't when you flip it over, it won't yeah. leak out. I pulled that out of my my fucking the the, the cap of the bottle. I was just chewing on it the whole time because like I was <laughs> fucking like getting anxiety. Like, <laughs> shit. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh. It's a really good, and uh, it was directed by um, Colin Hanks. Hanks. Colin, yeah, yeah. It, um, it did a good job. Yeah, yeah. really, yeah. really good documentary. Yeah. Um, actually, I want to rewatch it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, yeah. Like watch it. Yeah. yeah, it's so on HBO would... Go if anyone wants yeah. to check it out. Yeah, so that's our joint pick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Joe's, Joe and Beto's co-op. Check it out. <laughs> Jesse, what about you? Um. Actually, I have a manga to talk about this week. You have a what? A manga. It's a Japanese, co- their comic book, manga. Mangoes. Mangoes. Um, a lot of people know about this one. Uh, if you've probably seen the film, Akira. Everyone's seen it. It was a big, huge anime for like in, in America. Like everyone's like, that was a thing. Like, oh man, Akira looks crazy. It looks awesome. I remember watching Akira and going, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it looks amazing. So for years, I've always watched Akira, and then, you know, I kind of heard there was a manga, and I thought, oh, it's just the same thing as the movie. I finally got around. I had the first two trades, mangas of Akira, and I finally read them. Holy shit, it is completely different. There's probably small things here or there that are are the same, Mm -hmm. but if you enjoy Akira but never read the manga, I say get that manga because not only is like it's such an expansive story it tells more there's more characters there's characters in it that weren't even in the movie that are like great characters you're like why wasn't this character in the movie and you find out um the creator of akira kasahiro otomo um he direct he wrote and directed the the anime Mm -hmm. the film 
uh, and he wrote and drew the manga, it was still going when they were doing the movie. So I, that I remember finding out is that it was kind of like the, kind of the same story, but ch- had to change it up to do the movie. Like if you had to do Akira as a movie, you couldn't. It would have to be a miniseries. There's so much stuff that happens. That if you remember Akira, um, you have um, Canada and uh, Tetsuo. And Tetsuo is the one who gets ends up getting the abilities. And everyone's like, Akira, Akira. They talk about it. In this one, you get to meet who Akira is. And when it comes down to it, you're finding all these parts, people from the government, all double-crossing each other because they want Akira for this type of weapon. Because it's a child with abilities that they had those other three older child. They actually had to cryogenically freeze him because he was way too powerful. Way too powerful. They couldn't control him. He ended up 30 years before that exploding a bomb that started World War III because they were trying to cover it up and trying to say that all these other countries were involved and all this stuff happens. But you see people trying to get him, trying to unlock him. And when it happens, shit just goes crazy. There's martial law. People are killing each other. No one knows what's going on because they shoot off like an alert. Mm-hmm. But just all this stuff that you have. Tetsuo gets his abilities. And even before that, there was the... Because they're motorcycle gangs. Mm-hmm. And then there's more motorcycle gangs like the clowns. Tetsuo, with his powers, becomes their leader. And then that's how Canada finds out and he tries to kill him. It's all this crazy shit. It's such, it's such a broader, bigger story. Mm-hmm. It is so good that like I'm going through these thick books. Yeah. I mean, manga's not that hard to read. You can read it like nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going through them because I can't put it down. Yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, like the story, the double crossing, the people trying to get info. And, and right now it's just, it's it's cool to see like how, how um, Otomo is building this. It's like a sci-fi futuristic story but of like an apocalyptic world because shit just goes wrong and and i don't know i'm really enjoying it i hope i didn't give anything really that much away but if you're a fan of the 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 anime just like read the manga it's so good um the artwork is great and i i want to say about like the artwork he has a great way of leading leading your eye and 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 um visually visually um, because it's artwork his scenes like you you could see a crowd of people and already like how I read it you can already hear the the crowd of people sound in the background while the characters are talking like how movement is done and how setting is like you're already put into with just a glance of each panel you're put into that world and what's going on around it instead of having to look and be like okay they're in the cafeteria so then you know in your mind it's, it's a bunch of people are talking it just it, it's a good flow and, and then the action so you know, you, I, I really enjoy it. I, I highly recommend it if you're a fan of Akira. Really read that manga because it's just, it is, um, it's very good. Cool. So, yeah. That's going to be it for this week in Third Party Controller Podcast. A shorter episode this week because of everything that happened. Joe has to wake up in the next four hours. Beto, you work tomorrow? Yes. What time? In the afternoon. In the afternoon, Beto needs to sleep because he's got work. I got work in the morning. Joe, again, thank you very much for helping out. You too, Beto. I apologize. Trying to make this nice and tight episode for all of us. But for everyone else, if you want to send us any questions like Trini did, 
just send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us more information or any questions or comments or concerns at our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Your other host, Beto Esparza. And... Your other other host, Joe Ramirez. We may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Uh, you forgot to say the black belt in jujitsu, Joe Ramirez. I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna be. I'm modest. just gonna start no. calling you Mr. Black Belt. Yeah, no. can, yeah, yeah. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, Mr. <coughs> black Belt. Stop. He says that, but with a huge yeah. grin on his I face. You guys can't see this. I'm too tired to grin. <clears throat> He's so happy right now. He's clapping his hands. I am not. Stop it. What do you got planned for tomorrow, Mr. Black Belt? Huh? What do you got planned for tomorrow? I'm training. Dog. But once you get your black belt, you can stop, right? Hmm? Once you get your black belt, you can stop. Once you're Mr. Black belt, you can stop. Nah, bro. No? The journey's just beginning. Oh, really? I don't think so. A black belt is just a white belt that never quit. Oh. Kind of like how you quit. So oh. I'm a black belt. No, you quit. You, you... No, I get still go. <laughs> I watch, I watch jujitsu videos all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Bet they'll get back in it one day. When I'm rich. Yeah, it's pricey. It's too expensive.